Maybe uh, uh, I know. I know. It was horrible. It was horrible. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, and pull up a seat at the table. It's lunchtime in Rome. Tonight's episode 199 is entitled Previous Guests. Tonight, we'll be going over all of our favorite non-family guests that have been with us at the table. How many of them have you watched or listened to? Which ones did you miss? Pull up a seat at the table and join us. First-time listeners can subscribe on your favorite podcast app or watch us live or later at youtube.com slash lunchtime in Rome. Visit us at lunchtimeinrome.com, and while there, you can take our relational needs questionnaire. Make sure to follow us on all social media, and it would be great if you gave us a five-star review. Jay, what's this podcast about? Being alone is the worst. Good times aren't as good, and bad times are worse when you're all alone. Romans 12.15 says to rejoice with those who rejoice and mourn with those who mourn. That's how you keep people from being alone and what this podcast is all about. We talk about that in the first 15 or 20 minutes of the podcast, and then we talk about it for the rest. So while it may not be 12.15 in Rome, we're treating it like it is lunchtime in, in Rome. Rome. In Rome. Wow, coming off guard there on the, on the lunchtime. Um, yeah, I was a little off guard too. Rome. So glad to be back. Uh, technical difficulties are almost over. Uh, I ironed them out for you. Thank you. Websites, so websites back up. They got back to you? Yeah. Betty. Great. Betty from Substack. Wow. Which is, Betty, Betty from Betty. Substack. <laughs> Not a name that I would uh, no. thought that would come up, but it's actually B-E-D-D-E-E-E. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but very Bede? helpful. And uh, so oh. you got to go to www.lunchtimeinrome.com. You have to put www in. For right now. I'm going to fix that. But right now we're back do you have up to do right. HTTPS. No, just the www. <laughs> How many W's? Dot lunchtime in Rome. Have you guys ever heard? Dot com slash biz. A low hanging fruit. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> Comedian bit where they talk about that www is a is a shortening of World Wide Web. Yes. But World Wide Web is three syllables and www. Yes, it's harder to say. It's harder to say. It's nine syllables. Easier to type, harder to say. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) No, but glad glad we're there. And uh, we are, Amy and I are once again at Maggie's birthday being the finish line in our lives. Nice. (laughs) I made that joke to Alexis tonight and she was like, I don't get it. So I had to explain the whole thing. Yeah. So last year we were going through a lot and the finish line was Maggie's birthday. And going through a lot means a lot of great events, a lot of big time things. Yeah, just a lot of doing a lot of very tired, you know. stuff. And we, we just needed a normal week of just, you know, just normalcy. Um, but we did go away. Uh, shout out to Jen and Adam Stickle who Sunflower run... Sunflower Sprouts. That's right. They run Sunflower Sprouts. And we're going to have Jen on here soon. Now that Sunflower Sprouts is over, she has time to come out. She's going to be a guest on so the show. So are they now just sunflowers? <laughs> they're not sprouting anymore. They're just they're just up. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah. so... So Amy and I, Amy went up to work the sale. I did a little bit of work too, um, up in Erie, PA, and uh, everybody was everybody was so nice up there. Everybody we interacted with, people that were That's coming into shop. Weather. It's always beautiful and sunny up there. <laughs> it, well, and it's funny that you say that because we were up there and it was windy, like you know, r- a little bit of rain, not a lot, but gray, overcast, rain coming sideways. Eerie. That is nice <laughs> for there. And That's, Amy was, <laughs> they were all happy. <laughs> yeah, but Amy was like. I, you know, I grew up here. We came up here a lot. And he was, and she was like, this is the way it was all the time. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like it is here down in Pittsburgh over the last six days. <laughs> that, yeah. Over the past six days has been kind of brutal, but, Miserable. um, but she, um, but she worked the sale and, 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 um, we went out to dinner and we did some antiquing, but, uh, the at the hotel we were staying and this is like you know we oh, talk yeah. about how like satan interferes and like gets a foothold in, in places for two reasons here we got amy and i are away for the weekend we took an extra night yeah you to, to just have you know us time up there forget the day and uh just the extra night without that's, maggie yeah that's what chris picks up on <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and uh you know we and we had a great time we had a great time and when we got when when we heard about the hotel, we we heard that the fire alarm had been going off. Oh gosh, this yeah. In the middle of the night, and the first night it went off thirty seconds. All right, whatever. 
well, you know, okay, and they had warned fine. you about this. We had heard it from friends. The hotel people hadn't warned us about <laughs> it, but we had heard it from other people that were working Sunflower Sprouts. Okay. Was this one of the two on the bay? No, this was over by the Mill Creek Mall. Ah, yes. Um, which is a really nice mall. Um, but, uh, so the first night, 30 seconds went off, whatever, go back to sleep. Second night went off, the sound went off, but the strobe light didn't go off. So, like, even with your eyes closed... When you, you say go off, you mean stop. Stop, yeah. Right, 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 right. So, yeah, it turned on, bop, 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 doing that whole thing, and then uh, strobe light flashing. So, like, even with your eyes closed, you see, like, you know, the red, yeah. red, you know, it's, under your eyelids. Yeah. And could, we just couldn't fall asleep. You said it ticks, too, right? Yeah, like every it has time a tick like, sound, oh, you know, yeah. a flash. And, uh, you know, I called the front desk and, you know, kind of complained a little bit and... The guy laughed a little bit when he was talking. I said, oh, this is not funny. And he was like, oh, yeah, it's actually quite aggravating. And I said, yep. And I said, do you have complimentary sleep masks or anything? No. And I was like, maybe you should. <laughs> and I just hung up the phone. I was like, and then I was just trying to, like, scramble. Because, like, it's not like we're going to change you hotels, know, hotels at one Yeah, at one thirty in the morning because yeah, we're leaving the next day. It's like, if this is so aggravating, let's get in the car and go home now. Because, like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, that's where my my head was. But I was I was trying to be resourceful so i took my toiletry bag and i smothered it like i was killing somebody with a pillow <laughs> and I put it over the, the light how would you know i don't know um <laughs> and we can't talk about it <laughs> and 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 that alleviated that and then we put on some white noise to get the tick no tick sound out but it was one of those things where it's like man we finally get a little bit of time away right and satan's like hey let's have this fire alarm and then for the good people that jen and adam you think, are you think satan did that to you uh, he said so. <laughs> I think that's how he works. He didn't stop it. <laughs> Neither right. did God. <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, even with like Jen and Adam, you know, they're good people and they're trying to do this great thing. And they bought this block of rooms at this hotel. And then this is happening. And, mm -hmm. you know, for, for, for doing such a good thing. Did and, they end up getting like money, money back or no? I don't know. I, I'm sure they did because Adam is good at that kind of talk you know he's he's good at talking his way into um a deal um so i'm sure they got something i hope they did we haven't talked to him yet since but um i'll hear from them later this week but we did have a great time it what's was so is, fun what's good is bad. what's good is bad dude what's good is bad it's such a reoccurring theme in in amy's life um but yeah it was had one of the best meals i've ever had pork oso russo also busco i don't know also boco got sick know. later also boco no. Oh, good. No. Amy had a crab cake that was so good. So good. Oh, my gosh. Um, so shout out to the Cork restaurant up in Erie. Nice. Very, very good. Erie. Underrated, honestly. It's a very fun town. I love that There town. are a ton of little quirky, fun things to go do also, and see. Also, Buku. Presque Isle is absolutely yeah. beautiful. Yeah. So it was really fun. That's like 30 minutes from uh, Titusville. Oh, 45. Yeah, we've 30, heard 45. of it yeah. up there. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, that that was vacation. Did you, you, you that guys, like, that's what you did? That was day trip up there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That was yeah. go to Presque Isle. It's like you're a how, how. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's a good analogy. Thanks. Yeah. Oh, man, a hard power. I can't wait to go back. I miss that. <laughs> oh, it's been a minute. Yeah. Um, Not much going on in my life. Maybe it's <laughs> the last time we... Uh, Wide we open. We'll talk a little bit more about it once we actually get into it. But I do want to talk about the music over the weekend. I'm, you know, Jay, you can join me in this, Chris. Um, Penn Hills had their um, their musical last weekend and then this past weekend. So they did five total shows. Um, Ethan was in it. Um, Lily was in it. Bella was the lead. Um, she had a part. She had a, a very good part, uh, but it was it was great. It was I really enjoyed it. I thought the musical itself was very fun. There was a lot of songs to it. I know it's songs. a musical, but <laughs> there was a lot of songs in this musical compared to I'm thinking of like last year with like uh, Little Women. I mean, mm -hmm. there were songs, but like this was like a lot. Yeah. Um, but everything went off pretty much without a hitch. You know, no injuries, no no real embarrassment. Ironically, no drama. Yeah, it it for it, a it, play. Yeah, it was just oh, <laughs> musical. Yeah. Oh, no mu unintended musical. drama. Right. Um <laughs> but it, and it was it, the, you could tell the kids were just really enjoying themselves and what I what I really hit me was there's so many of those kids that are graduate. There are there's so many of those kids that are seniors this year. Mm. And watching them and I'm watching and Ethan's 
most of his friends are the seniors, you know, in this in this musical group. And he's always talked about how much he likes hanging out with these seniors and um and and I've gotten to know them, Jay. You know, you guys you guys know them. It's a mm-hmm. great group of kids. Do they have their issues, of course. Cool. But it's a great group of very talented people and um they just get in your heart, you know, like the more you hang around them, the more they get in your heart and mm-hmm. Um, it, it, they're just scratching and clawing and trying to get through yeah. life like anybody else. And they're doing it in the most beautiful and earnest of ways. Right. And like you said before, you, you say one positive thing to them oh. and it, it makes their day because nobody else is doing that. So, um, just watching the whole production, it really hit me on Sunday afternoon with the matinee, which was the last show of this year, you know, for this group of kids, like I've been watching these kids since Ethan was in sixth grade. Mm-hmm. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. They've been in it for a long time. Yeah. yeah, that's quite a long time. And and so it was like oh, this is this is a sad, you know, this is a sad moment. Um, but it was also it's bittersweet. Mm-hmm. So um it was it was a really good time. Um I gotta shout out my parents. They're having we're having uh, a little get together of my sisters on Sunday. It's their fiftieth anniversary coming oh, up. Wow. Not, not, well, well. not on Sunday. Sunday is just when we're celebrating it. And not your sisters. <laughs> not my sisters. No, right. no. So uh, their their anniversary is May twelfth, but we're celebrating it this Sunday. So uh, fifty years of marital bliss, and um, I'm looking forward to that too. It's going to be a very big weekend. Yeah, it's a lot. That is a lot. Wow. Um, I agree with everything you said about the musical. And, you know, surreal in a lot of ways, different for me this year. Like I was so petrified last year when Bella had the lead because if she screwed, you know, she split the lead last year, she yeah. split, ca- split cast. So it was only two leading nights, tons of pressure. I was so petrified she would screw up one because my heart would be broken for her and two, my life would be miserable. <laughs> <laughs> but she didn't screw up last year. And this year she sang every night. Yeah. She was the same character every night, didn't, yep. you know, wasn't split cast. And it's it's just so surreal in general when you go see a musical and you see them on stage. Yeah. Because they look like grown adults. Yep. And they look all in control. And I mean mm-hmm. animated, alive. Like I I've been not to steal not to take your but I've been saying to people, like, there's sound booth Ethan and Bella, and then there's yes. stage Ethan and Bella. Because right. you see them yeah. like at church on Sunday and you know, Bella's back there, Ethan's back there. And you just, mean I see the tops of their heads yes. while during my sermon while they're <laughs> looking at their phones. <laughs> right, right. And they're just kinda like, Hey, how you doing? But then they they get up there and they're just alive. That's a really good way to put it. Um in the control. You know, like when Bella had to interview for a job once, I was petrified because she doesn't like to talk to adults. And they said how amazing she did. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And she said to me, oh, I just played the role of Bella. Uh, Oh, interesting. Hmm. And so, you know, to watch her own, I mean, I had zero concern. Like every once in a while, I'd be like, I hope she nails the note. And she nailed the note. Mm. You know, and then you're like, it's the same little girl I'm going to put into bed tonight and she's going to whine about something in school tomorrow and be stressed about something that has no yeah. consequence whatsoever. Yeah. And yet she's up there in the center of this whole thing. It's ama- It really is amazing. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. And it was it was so nice. And, you know, people say, oh, she did great. Well, like, who's going to come up to you and be like, a little flat. Your daughter sucks. A little flat. <laughs> people kept coming up to me and saying, Ethan's doing so good. And like, I don't know what to say. I'm like. Thank you. Like, like I don't take credit right. for like that's him. <laughs> Talk to him. But this is just a side <laughs> just side credit. note that I really haven't shared with too many people. But there was a mother on the volleyball team last year who caused me a lot of grief. Mm-hmm. Not a ton, but a lot. There were others who caused me a ton. Mm-hmm. She's the one that I said. You're, I, I texted her back and said, "Your concern is noted. It is not shared. Right. There's no further need <laughs> right. for communication." Well, she was there, and I saw her three different times. Not once did I get a, hey, she's doing great. And I was like, gosh. And I loved it because I'm like, eh, confirms it. You're <laughs> yeah. a terrible person. <laughs> but anyhow, on another note, very dissimilar. Uh, I was speaking with Amy Raymond, who uh, sits with us at the table. She's a, she's a regular here. And we were just talking. I'm like, okay, I got some time because I knew this was going to be a conversation. So I'm in the, it was last week when it was still nice out. So I picked all my spring onions out of the, you know, the, just the randomness that they grow in your garden, you mm-hmm. know, and I'd let them go this year more than ever. And so they were like really onions. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had an entire gallon bag full of just the white part and half of the green because it gets a little woody in the mm-hmm. green. Mm-hmm. I'm like, know what I'm going to do. So the other night I had a little time on my hand. I mean, I cleaned them, getting all the dirt off of them, everything. I'd used a couple in omelets, fine, whatever. So the other night 
I put them in the food processor, ground them up as far as I could, mm. did the same with some garlic, and I made an onion jam. Added mm. a bunch of vinegar and then, you know, some spices, some fresh thyme, cooked it all the way down, all the way down, and then added, I said vinegar, sugar to it. So you can make it like a spread, everything else. What would you what would you put that on? You can put them like a burger or on a pork oh, chop. Okay. All right. So it's a little sweet, but it's really a sweet yeah. oniony like glaze oh. kind of yeah. thing. That's cool. Oh. And I cooked it in bacon grease. So oh. a little extra flavor Dude. of that. Yeah. When are we having this little uh, shindig? <laughs> it was terrible. Uh, no. <laughs> I think I went too far up the green, and even though I put it in the food processor. Did you use all of it? What? Oh yeah, it's gone. Uh so you don't have like second chance. No. Uh, <laughs> and so it, it was the texture. The flavor was fine. It was good. But it was like I had wood chips. Like the, it was the, the, mm. the green part was okay. just too woody. Woody, yeah. if you will. Hmm. But yeah, and it, what house smelled like vinegar, onions. Mm. Yep. Threw it right out. And I said to Rachel as I put her to bed, I was like, yep, I'm going to go downstairs. I'm going to try it. And then I'm going to throw it out. She's like, don't say that. I went downstairs, <laughs> tried it, threw it out. <laughs> and then Bella walks upstairs. Why does it smell like vinegar? <laughs> <laughs> can, can I say what? Can I share one more thing? Because I think it's hilarious. Um, I, I've been snoring really bad. I have never heard about yeah, this. No, and I, I, I've got this mouthpiece through my dentist, and it was working really good hey, for oh, for a while. <laughs> I, it, We're gonna be on the disc golf trip from Brandon Vegas. I got my mouthpiece. I do. So he snores much. That's exactly how I sound. <laughs> It's like two retainers upside down held it's together by bands. It's a good thing the disc golf trip has two giant bedrooms because Brian's getting his own <laughs> and we're all going to be in the other one. I don't know. I might be in the no, other one. I was going to say, you and I, man. <laughs> yeah, we go toe to toe. But I, so I was really snoring. Lex was like, we got to do something about this. Short of a CPAP. I'm like, all right, so let me get on Amazon. Um, so I got this pillow. It's, it's specifically meant for people that snore. And it's, it's definitely helped. But at the same time, mm. while I was doing that, I was like, let's see what else is out there. So I got this thing called a nose fan. And what it does, <laughs> it was, it was, you should, you should have brought it. It, it. I threw it away. It was oh, one no. of the worst, one of the worst things I ever spent like money Jay's on. I, was, I, I knew it as, I knew as soon as I looked, like, I was like, I'm going to take a flyer on this. It's 30 bucks. We'll see. Yeah. So it's this, it's this thing that goes up both of your nostrils and you turn it on and it shoots air up your nostrils. But I mean, that's what a CPAP does. And, in, and in theory, it's like, this is great. Yeah. It was such a piece of junk. It said it would last like eight hour battery. I'd wake up and it would be like, it fell out of, it would fall out of the case or it was like up this way. It had already died after like two hours. I, I honest, I gave it an honest shot, but it was like, this is so ridiculous. So if you are looking to buy a nose fan off of Amazon and it's around the $30 range, probably don't do it. Go for the $45 model. Yes. Go for the 45. It's probably way better. I don't want to go down this, down the, down this tangent, but like, have you heard of that hostage tape? Have you seen that hostage tape? Yeah. It's called hostage tape. Oh yeah. We've talked oh, about this. Oh, there's all kinds of stuff, but you just, you basically tape your mouth. Yeah. Shut, yeah so you yeah, have yeah. to breathe I through did, your nose. Yeah. I, I did oh, see that. There, I might try it. There's this chin strap oh. that you could put on that holds that holds. Yeah, dude, there's all kinds of stuff. I'd rather do the mouth tape. I might just go get a CPAP. What honestly. if your nose gets like stuffed up and you like suffocate yourself? If he dies, he dies. You can't. <laughs> you you would wake up. Okay, Drago. Thank you. Hopefully. Uh, hey, I, I, I'm I'm also here, and I wanted to say real quick. <laughs> I'm also uh, here. <laughs> oh, oh, Chris. Chris. Yeah. Oh, hello. When did you get here? Uh, I don't have a great update. I listen. Two I weeks, am nothing. Exhausted. Oh. That's what this two weeks has been. I feel you, buddy. Um, work wise, that like especially like just it's that time of year. The kids uh, are like line. starting to ramped up yeah. energy, yeah. and you know, I only see the, my students once every six days. That's just how you know our, our rotation works. Oh, and um, I only teach one class of kids <laughs> once every six days. That's <laughs> the way my that's the way my dad was with me. I see, oh, <laughs> I see every kid in school once every six days, right? And but what that also means is I only have like three classes left with some of these. Yeah, you know, I'm down to like three and a half, basically, yeah. right? So some have three, some have four, and you just went through PSSAs too. Yeah, and well, was... in fact, we just finished the the full testing today, and then fourth grade has like an extra science test tomorrow, so that'll be the last one. So yeah, the schedule's been weird, mm -hmm. and it's just been the energy's been weird, weather's been weird. That yeah, that hasn't helped. Yeah, that doesn't. You're you go with the weather. I think I might. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. You know me better than I do. So oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, well, it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. 
You and I went disc golf. I hadn't been disc golfing for like two months, and you and I went disc golfing the other day. That was, was glorious. I enjoyed that. Oh, that was back go? when the weather was actually just like nice. Church. We went to the church. Oh, just, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Jay joined yeah. us for the final two holes. Three and a half. Yeah. Two and a half. Chris got two discs stuck in the pine tree. <laughs> on the- oh, man. Dude. One was trying to save the the first disc, and I just was like trying in to In the parking lot. And it he just was like, doing practice throws. And the one just goes right into the pine tree, gets stuck up there. <laughs> well, here's why, though. It wasn't that my aim was so terrible. There was that van. Oh, yeah. There was a van, like, uh, right in the yeah, middle of, of where well, we would have been see, aiming. Yeah. The, both the van's windows were open. The front windows were open. I <laughs> yeah, said, well, that's a challenge. We should. Yeah. That's a challenge right yeah, there. Try to get Mando. Yeah. It's a big, like, can jam kind of situation there. Yeah. So, But Chris was trying to throw around the van. He kind of... Held really it, a, little, it a little bit too long. It went up into the pine tree. He walks over and he's like, "Hmm," and throws another disc, <laughs> and it just stuck. <laughs> like those branches are thick. Yeah, I need more. I need more times like that. But right that, it was really, really nice, and I really that, appreciated yeah. you you golfing with me. When and, the weather was nice, mm-hmm. I yeah, I, I do. Jay, you're right. I just go with the weather. My mood is so I'm so moody. <laughs> like the weather is moody. You know what I mean? Like it's just up and down. That's how my life is. But, um, well, hang on till Friday. Oh, I can't wait. That'll be great. Now, Friday through Tuesday, they're saying. Good. Yeah. I got to get out on the disc golf course at least once sometime. Um, but, uh, yeah, just weird energy at school. And we're just, I'm done. I'm just done. And I only see these kids like three more times. And I'm like, okay, that you, sounds doable, right? But yeah, I feel in so. a chart with X's next to them. So you're just like, X. <laughs> three more X's and you're done. Done with you. Yeah. I'm well, a, I am glad I'm a good teacher. that we are done with uh, 198, halfway through 199 episodes. It's amazing. It, it really is. And it was fun for me to go back and make a list of all the guests we've had here at the table. And uh, some are not really even guests anymore. Some of them are regulars. They sit at the table with us every week, sometimes in person, sometimes not. But we wanted to review the um, non-family members. Because we, we all know our family members, but the people who were at least at the time they came on for the first time, truly guests at the table and just go over those because maybe you haven't been with us. Maybe you're one of the few people who have not listened to uh, all 199 episodes. Hmm. That's impossible. I mean, there's there's millions of people out there and some of them have not listened to all of our episodes. <laughs> and so we want to sort yet. of whet your appetite and talk about the people who are non-family member guests. Because if you know our family members, then you should have listened by now already. That's the way I look at it. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, I agree. But I think on a more serious note, uh, we have sadly in the last six to eight months realized a really valuable component of sitting here at the table. And that was in September with the passing of Douglas Bentley. Mm -hmm. And then most recently, uh, the passing of uh, Rob, Robert Jackson, Brian's good and all of our good friends and brother in Christ. Um, Rob was was episode 111 and Douglas was 159 in case you wanted to go back and listen to those ones. So why don't you just fill us in on Rob? Yeah, because you, after, after Douglas past you know you you talked about him and we we talked about that unfortunate very unfortunate very sad tragic um rob was i'd known him for 25 years um very huge influence in my life in a lot of different ways and he sat with us again uh episode 111 so i don't know a year and a half ago probably something like that and um yeah he he definitely had his struggles as we all do um, he went blind in 2014. I've been uh, telling people 10 years. It's not really about me, but I'm no, glad I got it right. Yeah. At 2014, woke up one day, didn't have eyesight in one eye, went to the hospital overnight. They kept him, obviously. Woke up the next day, didn't have. So, anyways, Rob, wow. Rob dealt with that. And R- Rob was 47 when he died. Um, he, I got the news two Fridays ago, mm-hmm. um, really like early Saturday morning. And, it, it uh, he had he had had an aneurysm and f- fell down the stairs and was you know found a day later at his house, so it was very sudden, um, you know very in 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 the same kind of suddenness and shocking like the the Douglas was, it was it kind of hit me like that, um, and when I remember he you reached out to me that morning and you said you know going through this you realized you probably didn't comfort me well enough when Douglas passed, and do you remember what I said to you? 
I said uh, when it's so, I, go ahead. I don't remember. I said when it's so sudden, you're in shock. Mm-hmm. There, there's not much, you know, you, if, if to comfort is to join somebody in their emotions, you, you don't even know what you're feeling. Mm-hmm. You know, you're just like, whoa. Right. You know, so, and it's sort of the same. It's sort of like, wow. Yeah. Well, that happened. Yeah. And, you know, Rob was just, he was a big, big personality, always optimistic, always trying to get some kind of business going. Um, you know, one of the last things, I, so I guess it, it would be three Sundays ago, I took him to church. Um, he couldn't drive anymore. So I'd, I'd go down to Wilkinsburg, pick him up, bring him to church. And even in that short time of coming to church, even in the sporadic way that, that he, he came, when I told people because he had such a big personality, because he had such a, a positive outlook, regardless of what he was going through, he was looking to impart something to you, you know, through his words, through his encouragement, very encouraging. And so really found out Saturday, um, went into church on Sunday and I was mentioning it just on the side to a couple people that I, I like, I wasn't really looking to mention it to anybody at that point in time, right. uh, but I mentioned it to a guy that rob had befriended that last sunday that he came um the guy came to a a nine or nine o'clock service just out of the blue Mm -hmm. and rob went over and sat next to him started talking to him said why don't you come to the 10 30 right after this so the guy came to the 10 30 you know they they for that brief two hours of of time this guy really you know just rob was able to impart to him just welcoming so the guy came back the next week, and this again, this was the Sunday after I found out about it. Two days after I found out about it, and walk, I walk up to the uh, to the guy. His name's John, and John said, "Hey, is your is your buddy coming today?" Because uh, I, I, I was really looking forward to seeing him again, and I had to tell him mm. the impact that it made on this guy. He had uh, met him just just once quickly, yeah. You know, in the grand scheme of things, and the couple other people that I told on the side, the way that they impacted him, it was such a blessing to me to to see how somebody that you think, look, this is just my buddy. I'm just bringing him to church. I know he's a great guy, but in those moments, to see really see how he impacted people, and a lot of times people aren't they're not going to say that just on a you know, hey, I'm alive. You're they're just not going to say it unless something tragic like this happens. And so it's great to see even in an unfortunate situation, it's nice to see what people do have in their, in their heart, in their mind and how they perceive other people. And it just kind of sucks sometimes that we have to take a a situation like this to actually, for people to actually say, you know, those, those kind of things that they're thinking. Um, So anyways, that's Rob. It, it, you know, obviously a lot more to, to him, but um, yeah, um, he sat at the table and we're going to miss him. I love that uh, John has told, somebody came up to me and told me that new John, I'm calling him. Not that we have an old John, but I don't know, just <laughs> the nicknames you get in church, you know. But new John came up to them and said, yeah, you know, uh, Rob really helped me out. And he was really, you know, I felt really loved by him. He goes, so now I'm going to keep coming to church in his place. Wow. Wow. And I said, well, actually, you should come because God, no. But I mean, yeah, right. Just, no, right. You're right. But right, it was right. so That's cool. Beautiful. Like, what a great, what a great last church visit for yeah. Rob. You right. Could, yeah, yeah. You could feel Rob enter the room oh. with, with oh, good yeah. energy. I mean, oh, yeah. he's one of the few amens I ever get. Yeah. You know, cause some people can amen and you're like, it's not what you do. It's not Rob's amen. No. It's, yeah. You believe. And it. man, he would come up to me every, t- every time after church and like just compliment my drumming and be so encouraging. You know, just, man, I am going to miss that so much. Yeah, and it was it was great having him on. I mean, and it's just nice that anybody that wants to, when you know, when you miss Rob a little bit, you just log back on. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the Douglas episode. I remember when we did that one. I was so excited to hear for to, for him to tell the stories that he had told me about how he had come to know Christ, how God spoke to him through a, his stroke, how. He, he was, was talking, led back to Penn Hills. He was talking to Deer. Out oh, the dude, he got so yeah. deep into the story. I have was, to go back and listen to I it. But I was dying. I it's was like, wild. what is he doing? Like, yeah. This is yeah. the most <laughs> random story. And then it's like, oh, he's he's setting the, the tone. So yeah. they, God would get all the glory. And it's not about his story. It's about God's story in him. And, I mean, his episode count was one it of was our wild. larger ones already. Yeah. But yeah. it probably doubled since then. Yeah, And, you know, and... and loss in my own life like i love one of the greatest things about social media is facebook memories because i'll see a memory of trey and it's it's always funny because I, well, I didn't post sad stuff but it's a nice thing well here you can have an hour with rob anytime you want mm-hmm. you know and to hear you know his voice to see his face mm. to hear the stories it's just a, a testimony to 
God giving us that moment in time mm-hmm. that, that anybody who loved him or hey, even if you didn't love him, didn't know him, man, come get know the, come get to know this guy that mm-hmm. meant a lot to a lot of people that was really, for lack of a better term, I would just say such a survivor. Oh my gosh. You know, and Lex used the word striving. You know, we talked yep. about, we talked about, you know, now he's, he's finished his race. He's, 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 he... I didn't even tell my mom she'd have been pissed. <laughs> but that was the word likes used. You know, she was like, you know, as we're talking about celebrating him now that he is with Jesus, um, she was like, I'm, I am thankful that this striving, cause all he did strive, strive, faithful, you know? striving, yep, survivor, but it's more than survive. Cause he, I mean, many people would have quit a thousand times over. Yeah. He didn't. Even as recently as about a month and a half ago, he was down in his apartment, in his, um, the house he lived in in Wilkinsburg. The dude didn't have running water at the time because he, when he moved back in, the person that was there that he had been running to left him with this huge water bill. So his water was shut off. At one point, I went down there with a big Tyler Mountain water jug of, you know, five gallon water jug, and, and that's what he was showering with at mm-hmm. one point. Um, one day came to church with a couple water jugs and we filled, we filled them up in the fellowship hall, uh, kitchen, you know? And, and so those were some of the challenges that he was facing. Um, but through it all, yeah, his positive, you'd never know it, right? You would never know it. Um, because he always, he always put on a brave face and, and an optimistic face. And, you know, again, speaking about gratitude, like we did a couple weeks ago, gratitude and optimism, they really do go a long way, you know? Um, so it was, it was, if you want to get to know Rob better, go back and listen to one episode one, 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 but also it's, it's been great for the other, you know, for all these other people that we have had on, it's been great to get to know them. I love yep. to sit and just talk to people and, and find out what makes them tick. Um, and you know, starting with Richie reader at episode 64, all the way through episode 188, we've had 15, you know, 15, it looks like 15 or so non-family guests on and each one is a much different story well, different yeah so uh, somebody who has sat at the table uh sits at the table with us never on air uh we always affectionately call her i believe trixie uh code name hmm. she said no you don't have anybody who is like me on your podcast mm-hmm. and yet i have learned and identified with everybody you've had on your podcast mm-hmm. and learned from it and really been changed by it um Changing gears, by the way, uh, Douglas is episode 159, if you want to go back and listen to that one. Uh, Michelle Gonzalez, episode 107. Michelle is a friend of mine from way back, from 1994. And she's a sister of Joseph Jason, another guest of ours. But it was such a contrast in episodes because I remember Michelle. <laughs> yeah, it was. Michelle comes in. And, you know, this is when we're still upstairs, so we're, we're in a cramped little bedroom, office, podcast room, everything else. Got to be and quiet it, for me. And it was like, and go. Yeah. I mean, I think I don't even know who all was there. Were you there for? I that? was there for that. I, one. I missed that one. You missed that one. I mean, what'd you say? Three words all night. Oh, she was. Yeah, she's. she's I could listen to her talk energy. all night. I was oh, like, yeah. tell me more stories. She's the this greatest so yinzer. You know, McKee's yeah. poor girl yeah, yeah, talking yeah. about who was it? She got on the tour bus uh, uh, skin row or something. <laughs> it was something like that. It was it was like 80s. Who's like a lead singer guy from I don't know. And like, you know, he tried to make out with her friend or whatever. And yeah, so Brett Michaels. It could have been Brett no, Michaels. Poison no, 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 no. Hey, don't you dare. Brett Michaels is a saint. Um, <laughs> I didn't no. know that. Um, and yeah, it doesn't matter. What does that mean for Michelle? <laughs> well, she didn't do it. Oh, right, right, right. No, she's classy. <laughs> right, she's right. a classy McKeesport broad. Those are from. <laughs> right, right, right. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot she was from McKeesport, too. That's, classy yeah, we had, we had some conversations about, about that. that was you say fun. class and broad in the same sentence all the time. Yeah. <laughs> when you're talking about, uh, <laughs> I got nothing. And that's funny that we had... Uh, her and Joseph Jason on back-to-back episodes, too. That wasn't a nice little... Uh... Well, that was sort of a theme we had, because we had the general... Now, this is a family, so we're not going to talk about the episode, but we had the general on, right. and then we had Mary Lynn on. That's right. And so then we had Joseph Jason, which is somebody we can talk about right now, and then we had his sister, Michelle, on. I really enjoyed the Joseph Jason. Um, yeah, he was cool. Went out, actually, with him one time um, after that for, for lunch, and just... To, to really get to the, yeah, just a fascinating guy, but in prison, <laughs> yeah. um, but, but 15 years, 15 years in prison, big boy prison and, yeah. and, main, yeah. and maintained just this, this mindset. I wouldn't even say maintained though. Developed, developed. obtained, <laughs> obtained and developed and, 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 um, all about perspective, 
all about perspective and you know he's in the process of becoming a motivational speaker i mean he is but he's you know building his following and everything like that he's written at least one book uh, i don't remember the specifics i just i just know those he's one of those kind of people you i personally like to meet to sit with the energy you know the stories and you know when you've met him yes you certainly do he's another big personality i remember um, he said he was in a most depressed moment in prison and he wrote down a list of like a hundred things that he hated about himself. Mm -hmm. And then he took one and he figured he could work on one thing at a time. And then he would put the list back under his bed. Yep. And then he would, you know, until he got better at that one thing. Cause he said, I had nothing but time in prison. Right. You know, and then after, Oh, how about afterwards when he was telling us about just like getting jumped Oh yeah, and stuff like oh, that. He had some stories. Man. He had some stories. I mean, man. I mean, he and Chris, man. So yeah, sad. we 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 have very similar. Yeah, McKeesport. McKeesport. Oh, I thought it was the Walnut Street wackos that you. Were <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> he does have a website, josephjason.com, empowering through perspective. Yeah, he was episode one hundred and six. <clears throat> Michelle was episode one hundred and seven, and she brought a salsa. You know that is interesting. It's her. And Amy Raymond. Amy Raymond never shows up without something. Right. Um, Her checks mix is fire. So here's where we get into trouble. Who else has come to the table with gifts? Did Ashley Cesarato come with gifts? Did she come with gifts? No, we talked about food. Food Food-centric for sure. I I thought that was a great uh, time sitting with her because she and I go way back. Uh, she played volleyball for half a second at six foot tall. Thanks so much for quitting, Ashley. <laughs> yeah, she is tall. But, um, you know, and, and there was a lot of history there. And she was pretty, I mean, we always say you got to be open, honest, and vulnerable. And I think she, she very much was. She was yeah. a good episode. Yeah. I enjoyed I enjoyed that conversation with her. And she knows her food. But, again, she's the uh, president, president, founder. Sure. I don't know, what are you? Found, a, I would say founder. Of a Facebook page that I think I was one of the first, like, 20 members. And now they're over, like. 15,000. I think it's even more than that now. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a good one if you like, if you can get in it because it's pretty exclusive. (laughs) Are Uh, you serious or no? I don't know. I mean, you have, it's, it's a, it's a closed group. Right. You have to be invited or, you know, or asked to join or whatever, but it's a great place to go if you're looking for, Whatever. Like, right. And I remember we talked about. Give me the best breakfast on the north side. And you you can go to that if you're a member and like, they they archive questions like they have notes or whatever because people will come on and be like where's best wings in pittsburgh right and then it's like 120 comments and you're like i know we've seen that like eight times right right but no, she was very impressive that. with her music and everything so you know, choir and, and well, teaching and the connection and, with it with chris yeah and, she's a teacher uh, yeah mm-hmm. east end cooperative kids right <laughs> <laughs> chaos and I thought it was interesting about her relationship arc, um, like being talking about being at Westminster College and, um, you know, how I don't remember the specifics. I just remember it stuck out to me. Something about that whole thing. Yeah, yeah. I actually wasn't here for for her. For Ashley's. I I was looking down the list. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be interested to count how many of these I actually was here for, because a lot of times it was like. You volunteer to right. Oh, oh stick out. there's yeah. a guest this week. I'll back off the mic. But I would say, I would say Kim Clemens also qualifies as bringing something because she came with Amy Raymond, and I, I'm pretty <laughs> sure they both brought. She did bring a snack. They brought something, cookies. Um, but yeah, um, Kim was really interesting. Kim was really fun. Kim, yeah. Kim is also Amy's. They call each other every Tuesday, right? They what do we what do, we Gra- made a nickname? Uh, I don't know what the nickname uh, was. Like you, no, the well, you call Gratitude Days. Oh, Gratitude Days. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was say. I don't know what. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, but she calls Amy her role model. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, but th- but that connection between Kim and Amy Raymond, they get together every Tuesday and find something to be grateful or about, or even just text. Right. Right. But they make two a, things. They make an intentional effort to connect with each other, which is super super important. Connected, not alone. Right. Yep. And then to, to find gratitude in something. And Kim my, was our most recent guest. I don't know if we said it. Episode 188. Yeah. I assume this will be posted, right? We'll have yeah, this. we'll have show notes. And I'm linking to different things. Like I linked to uh, Douglas's and Rob's episode in there. I'll link to a couple other things that are relevant. To and the- Kim's story was so... Well, A, it's very interesting. Because there was really nothing wrong. But she made every bad choice. Mm-hmm. Until mm. she was like, all right. I think I'm done making bad choices yeah. now. You yeah. know, and it was even her dad coming to come get her mm-hmm. and giving her one more chance. Yeah. And so it was sort of the prodigal daughter mm-hmm. without even the, I don't know. It was just, 
there wasn't like, oh, this happened, so I made right. bad choices. It was just like, no, I made a lot of bad choices. Right. Yeah, my yeah. brother committed suicide when I was seven, so this is why. I be, none, none of she that happened. She didn't have any of that. You know? She had, no, my parents loved me a lot. Yeah. 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 It was a fascinating episode um, for anybody. And so frank. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. Yeah. And she was just, yeah, it's who I am. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. And for on a personal note, my Amy knew her from working with her. That was great. And like, I could tell like why they were like friends at work and got along and, you know, friends outside of work, you know, whatever. But yeah, it was, it was really fun. So your Amy worked with her. Yeah. At some point. What's Amy Raymond's connection with her? That is a very, uh, I think loosely high school. Okay. But I thought Amy was older and then they met up like in a, in some kind of group. I think, yeah, I think Amy's, it was later a bit, on. A bit older. Right. Not, not, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, there's, there's an age gap there, so I don't know if high school was it. Right. So it, was Amy, maybe, it was maybe like a mom's group. Something like that. Something. Okay. Or a business group. But they went to the same high school. And they found out that they went to the right. same high school. Right. They went to high school together different times. Right. <laughs> yeah. I was just thinking, again, I wasn't here for that episode, but I, in my head, I guess I created a little story because we have uh, you yet to meet Amy Raymond, right? No, correct. You That's but I at least I know that you know. Really? Our, our, it's true. Is that? I, I mean, guess how many times have, has she been I, here? I, I have never seen Chris and Amy Raymond in the same place at the same time. Makes you wonder. Yes. Oh, and how many episodes has oh, Amy been on? D. Amy Raymond. Raymond. I'm sorry, Amy. Yeah. How many, how many times has Amy been on? Yeah. Sixteen. No. No. Never. <laughs> She's been she, on four. Twice she, as a guest, right? Because we we had that discussion. I think last she's time on we once on. as a guest, once with Kim, filled in for Chris yeah. in his hiatus once. And so I think was, maybe she, just she was on once with Duke too. Remember? I think it was that time. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that was no. That yeah. Was, <laughs> and I was thinking, I was like, man, I feel like it's getting close to five, and like if you get to yeah. five, you get something. I but I mean, like ooh, NSL has yeah, the jacket. Those, you know, yeah. Whatever, yeah. But we talked about that. You get like you know the. The wine glass, you know, of oh, the yeah. table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, that was for contributing, but she's contributing in non-monetary ways or monetary ways. Either and way. It's a producer. And I think we had Luke and Kate on twice, actually. Didn't we did. We? Oh, yeah. 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 So Luke and Kate are people that Eric works with. Oh, lovely people. Um, you've known them so for quite fun. a while now. Yeah. Um, they were episode 117. They might have been well before. I think that might be their second one. Yeah. Because that had to have been their second one because they were pretty early on. Yeah. Right. They, they might have been our first guest. Our first non-family guest. Right. Luke and Kate plus eight. I, what I love, man, they were so, so honest. Oh, I mean, yeah. And that's, oh, who, yeah. I mean, that's who they are. That's who they are. But yeah. Luke, but Luke to, for Luke to come on this podcast. Yeah. Now he's your boy. He's my boy, yeah. So there's that. Yeah. But I mean, Luke is such a wonderful lunkhead. Oh, he's the best. <laughs> and he would tell you that. Why would anybody come on this podcast? So far, I went with a nice, <laughs> classy McKeesport broad, lunkhead. But he is. He and, is. And he answered he the, the questions. Best. I remember there was some times, like, we're yeah. talking about their relationship. And, yeah. And, like, he was kind of He talked like, about his getting, dad. And, yeah. yeah it's it's getting a little too close. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it was, if you're the kind of person that's uncomfortable, you know, expressing emotions, you can identify. You know, he wasn't uncomfortable, but it's not yeah. something he talks about. Right. right. And they're, you know, very... They're larger than life people. Like, yes. you know, one, they're like Kate's very tall and Luke is very tall, but they're like, they're big on their community. Um, Luke is a Oakdale. Yeah, Oakdale. <laughs> Luke is a volunteer firefighter and um, he like remodeled their house and did all this crazy stuff to their house and built a, they call it the Garage Mahal, the garage with the basically uh, mother in law suite on the top of it. The golf simulator. The golf simulator. Like, just. Oh, Real, that's Luke too. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. ball just, golf. Yeah, ball. Oh, golf. oh. The other. <laughs> if, you're, golf. if you're looking for a good, good Instagram account, he has one Kate called Scares. Oh, Kate, Kate Scares. Kate yeah. Scares, where he just goes and scares Kate. <laughs> Interesting, because that's a prank. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Kim Clemens talked about how she and her husband, or no, does he prank her? I don't know. It was somebody significant, like they, but, yeah. they're, but they're the only ones that are allowed to prank each other. Yeah. So mm. we've had two couples that or, like to prank each other. Or was yeah. that Amy? No. No. But well, I was guaranteed, guaranteed to you, Amy <laughs> Raymond, ain't a big prank fan. Yeah. But um, once, but they went through a lot. You know, they had a huge wedding planned. I'm talking like. Oh, that's right. That's right. The first time that they were on, they, they were leading up to that. Yeah. And then COVID hit, and then they, they kept on delaying the wedding. And then sooner or later, they were like, well, 
It's just not going to happen. Like we're just can't do it. And it was just, I was so sad because I, I remember we uh, the like uh, the work crew um, sent them. I think it was the day that they were supposed to get married. We sent them videos from home, like Amy, oh. me, Amy, and Maggie. I know, I know. It was horrible. It was horrible. Um, but that was the uh, that was the that was like at the at well, the height. We've lost Brad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it was horrible, and I felt so bad that I was like, I can't believe this is so how we're celebrating. They must yeah. have been on the first time, probably somewhere around like September of 2019. Then. Yeah, because they were they, they were least. getting close to the wedding, but it wasn't. Right. It wasn't imminent. Right. And then I I remember you giving the update like, oh, yeah, they've they've had to, you know, put this on hold. I'm like, how do you put a wedding on hold? I know. And then we freaking figure out you put the whole world on hold. And sorry. I I found it hilarious. I remember because they had picked soldiers and sailors to be the venue. Really? Oh, wow. And I was like, it's hilarious because she's such a Penn State fan. Oh, interesting. <laughs> I, I made so much fun of her for doing it down at Pitt, for picking Pitt. That's a huge venue, though. That's awesome. Oh, and they needed one. That was one of the only places that they, they And they, they just never got to do I know. I felt formal... so bummed because they were very much like big party. Oh, what a party that would have been. Oh, I, I don't even know them that well, but I guarantee it. Oh, would've would've been. Been so the they best. never did even like a scaled down version? They didn't even get married. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to remember what actually happened. I think up. they got married up. <laughs> I think they got married up at the um their, their parents have a house at, at up in Mercer Lake. I think they got married up there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is that outside of Titusville? Uh, a little ways. Closer to here actually. Wasn't there a theme park, a very small theme park up that way? Uh Carniot Lake. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's right. Oh yeah. wow, that's really what you th- you were discussing, or that's what you were thinking. <laughs> that's of? what I was thinking of. Yeah. No, I don't think of it as very little. I mean, I've never been there, but I, I mean, it's it small compared to th- stuff that was around here, probably. But yeah, it's, it's the Blue no Streak. White Swan Park. Oh, the, the Blue, Blue Streak, Streak that got like burned down for insurance or whatever. Oh, I'm spreading rumors. I don't know if that's really true, but <laughs> it did it did burn down eventually, like uh-huh. a year, just like a year ago. Well, the whole park. Oh wow, the whole park went under, and then somebody bought it. A few times, I think. Yeah, but recently again. Yeah. Okay. But we've never had White, uh, White Swan, uh, Conneaut Park on the podcast. But somebody we did have on the podcast is Matt Cresto. Yeah, I was going mm. go to go. We've been lighthearted. We've been lighthearted for a while now. Let's bring yeah, it back right. down a notch. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So, Matt, I think Matt was one of the most impactful ones um, just from the pure this actually happened in real life to this person story. Matt's a guy who he, I think, has five kids together with his his wife christy um kind of a a combined family i believe and during covid christy was pregnant and she got covid and had to go to the hospital where over the course of several months at the end of 2021 not 2020 not 2020 i think it was um early october through early january the hospital basically killed her and now matt is um have you talked to him at all lately i haven't talked to him and now that i'm talking about him i feel hmm. led to talk to him yeah. again yeah um but it's such a regular just, guy just trying just to do trying to make it happen just trying just to get a by dude. left with multiple kids just trying trying to balance work at you know as a manager at advanced auto parts you know and trauma trauma grief like there were so many moments on that where he started to break down a little bit it was terrible just criminal and there there's so much of that injustice that has yet to be brought to justice and like just to hear matt's story like there's so many things from time to time they're like oh that's tragic that's out there these are the kind of ones that are like no 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 that happens to anybody you know it happens here so it's the kind of podcast you don't want to listen to, and you really should. Right. Well, and I said we were going to bring this podcast back to, <laughs> yeah. to a more episode one sixty four. If anybody episode uh, one sixty four, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's 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 truly it truly is an amazing story to hear. Um, it it'll frustrate you, it'll make you angry, um, but it's it's real and it's human and it's it's worth it. His story brings great like or brought great fear to me, like just in the sense of how. I'm sure, we all do. We want a sense of control. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And yeah. like just that, like 
having to like watch that happen. Like, of course, you place yourself in that situation. And I think of Amy mm-hmm. and like, that's just. And to be overruled and manipulated by the very people. Lied to. Lied, straight up lied to by the very people that you took her to to get her better. Yeah. Because not because they're practicing medicine, but because they're practicing protocols. You know, it's it. they're they're using a system rather than looking at a human being. Mm. And that's one of the most tragic things about it is that it, none of that had to happen. She could have been out that door in a day, two Ooh. days. I want to talk to you about something off air later. Oh, that it. is about great for the course. <laughs> but you just, you just, I, what, well, yeah. Write it down and talk to me about it. <clears throat> but Nobody's going to know. No matter uh, who you are, it's not easy being in the hospital. And especially if you have a child in the hospital, I will testify. It is not an easy situation. And that's why it was great having Richie Reader on mm. and him talking about pressing oh, yeah. on and the work that they do. You know, I keep saying the ministry, but it's not a ministry. It's a nonprofit because they want to be able to reach out to anybody. You know, they don't want to be like, oh, I'm not a Christian, so I'm not going to use them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so to hear their stories and to hear how it started, you know, through his daughter and through needing a transplant and surviving that and following Rachel and my footsteps of being in the hospital and realizing that there is a, you know, there are social workers and there is clergy in the hospital. Neither's, with all due respect, neither's great. Mm-hmm. And there's a big chasm in between the two. Mm-hmm. And so that's where pressing on steps in and uh, meets needs that are very real. And it's it was very important to hear what he had to say. Um, and it was it was he was one of our first yeah. people to have on, along with Amanda and Michael and talking about Hollywood and faith. And um, that was unique. It Absolutely was unique. unique. Hearing Amanda talk about, you know, what life is like in Hollywood and talking about there's more believers than you think. Yeah. Um, was comforting to me because, you know, there's, I mean, Hollywood is huge and they have a huge influence. I hear they're not always the best people, though. Yeah. Yeah. But there are it's some true. in there. That's the nice thing to hope on. And I'm thankful that, that she was one of them. Yeah. And, know, and her story of the uh, <clears throat> people that would, like, come onto her property. No. So they're compound because they yeah they're compound yeah they yeah and how like she like yeah and just got rid of them and like she was threatened and didn't care and she's this little like five six a hundred pounds wet person and like she just has fire in her belly she's not afraid she falls in the same category as some incredibly unique people we have had sit with us at the table I remember her talking about Charlie Sheen and how like. Was this, was this on air? I how think down it was to earth air. he is. Well, how much like he remembers like everything about you? Like, oh, interesting. Well, it's a, it's his tiger blood. Yeah, yeah. But like he would, um, have a conversation with you, and then like months would go by, and then he'd like come back and be like, "Hey, so how's it going with blah blah blah?" You know, like just picking up like like just one of those guys. I don't know crazy. what that is about people. Like when I was not quite on Young Life staff, but basically doing the same thing locally. I went to, we went to Young Life Camp and they just hired this new president of Young Life, which was a really big deal. I mean, it's a, you know, 3,000 staff ministry. And somebody had just donated an entire property in upstate Washington. It was belonged to some cult and somebody bought it and donated it to Young Life for a dollar, like 500 acres in the state of Washington. And they came and the, the new president announced it. And I walked up to him. It's a long story, but I apologize. But I went up to him and I said, Hey, uh, my name's Jay Mitlow. I'm not on Young Life staff or anything, but, uh, you should send them a thank you note. And he just looked at me like, are you kidding me? And I went, follow it with a phone call. <laughs> and I just walked away. <laughs> just to be funny, like, of course they did that. They just were given $20 million of property. Five years later, I've been on Young Life staff for four years. We're at an all-staff conference. He sits down next to me at lunch. And he goes, hey, I just took your advice. And I said, uh, oh, Mr. Ryberga, what do you mean? He goes, oh, I just talked to the Washington family. Because I was thanking them again for the property. Oh my and gosh! I was like, and I, I mean, it was like mafia. I was just yeah. like, "All right, you know everything about me. That's cool." And so, it just that's what reminded me. So yeah, yeah. So God rest Denny Ryberg's soul in uh, Martin Sheen or Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen. But you, you had started to say something about um, when I was talking about Amanda being like a Spitfire. Oh, she just a highly unique individual yeah. that you will remember meeting. Yeah. I, mean, I think that's true of almost everybody on this list. Well, and she was on. Two back-to-back episodes, yeah, 75 and 76. I, what's the story behind that? She was in time. 
Okay. She was she was in town and she had a lot to talk about. You know, she just had she has a, a really really amazing story. Um, she just had decided to leave Pittsburgh because she she went to uh, Point Park for theater and there was you know opportunities here, but she just wanted to do the the California dream thing. Did it and um, good it, news is she's alive. Isn't she coming back? And she's coming back. She yeah. she's. I think she's going to be splitting time between Pittsburgh and Tennessee because there's a lot of filming mm-hmm. going on down in Tennessee. Plus, she has a, jo- a new job down there within. It, it's 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 a it's a good story. Um, I totally forgot Maitland. she said that at like Christmas time, huh? She's coming. She's back. coming back. Yeah, yeah. She needs to. She needs to. There's been a lot happening out and out there. Speaking of a lot happening, uh, you know, we had Duke and Lydia on in mm-hmm. episode 120. And uh, they've both been on since then. So they're regulars at the table. But yeah. they weren't on together again. They were only on no. together once. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Why are you shaking your head? Well, it was one of my favorite episodes because of some of the points that came out, you know, where Duke didn't quite get to emotional responding and then he got it, you know, and some of the things we talked about, like how it's, it's a language that, because I, I hadn't really put it together up to that point, but they were talking and they were like, this is a language that we can now use to, to right, communicate with each other. It's a tool in the toolbox, yeah. right? And I, I, that's, I think that's one of the moments that stands out to me of all the podcasts we've done. Just those moments are real to see them having those the moments aha where, moments explained. Yeah. Mm. Well, he, the, the line he used that I have used in pre-marriage teaching many times since is he said, as an engineer, I looked at emotions as nuisances and variables. Yeah. He said, and then I realized they were tools to solve problems. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm excited about them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, my man. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's a very different perspective. Yeah. Okay. Like, that's cool. Because yeah, because Duke is just a cool guy. And I mean that literally. Like, he is cool as a cucumber. Collected. Yes. Yeah, he yeah. is just straight and narrow. And- yeah. I was going to say, he's far cooler as a cucumber than, like, as a cool dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's that, too. <laughs> But Seems yeah, he drop master Chris. <laughs> I'm not sweat talking. <laughs> Who else? Justin and Lauren Boothby. Ah, yeah. I wasn't here for any of this. Man, that seems so Were they, long were they ago. on just once or were they on twice? No, they were just on once. They were just really? on once. Yeah. Um I missed them. And then they moved. Yeah, like, that's that, been like two years. Wow, it's been that like two is, years. Wow. They've been down in down well, North Carolina for two years. I guess they were on like two years they ago. They were on like two years yeah. ago, and I think they were oh. leaving like shortly after. Yeah. So like, I remember like a year and a half. I, th- mm-hmm. I, they, I remember them talking about their courting process. Of how they what, were, going, how they got to know each other. Town? Oh. No, just how like yeah. they weren't close to each other. and They, they had gone lived. to school together, and then like. But they weren't dating when they went no. to school together. And then Justin was over in Israel, and then like they. I don't know how they met. Like, I don't know how they got in contact online. They like started talking to each other online, but they did, and then he came back, and the rest is history. If you want to hear a very good love story, go back to episode one hundred and five with Justin and Lauren because they're just very, very genuine people, and their story is is a beautiful story about long distance relationships and and really just giving um, giving it to God to to figure out. Yeah, it was awesome. And as long as we're being positive, I'll be negative. I remember when we had the good Dr. Nancy Hines, superintendent of Penn Hill School District on, and I was super pumped because we were very close at the time. And it was such a politician kind of time. Like she I, I wasn't there. here for this one. So. She, she just didn't go there. I know. know. And it was like, all glossy. Well, and I was yeah. like, wow, you've wasted our time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was one of those things where I you want somebody to open up. A little bit, you know, and she was fine, you know, but like, but you want to kind of like, you know, pull back the curtain a little bit. Well, I was so pumped because I'm like, I mean, you know, we, we, we had a a friendship and it was cool and everything else. And I'm like, I know you can't be out here and be like, you know, which school board member I can't (laughs) stand. (laughs) And let me tell you one time I duped the teachers. (laughs) Like, no, you're not going to do that. But like, let us in a little bit. Let us in. And I didn't feel like we got that. I was actually here for that one. And I remember... I mean, obviously, we're in you gave her your resume. the that same. Was yeah, we're in, <laughs> that, was a little, that was a little much. No, we're in the same, you know, profession. You look good for and, um, So I really enjoyed some of those conversations. But I do remember that, like, every time you tried to, okay, let's delve a little right. deeper, or just ask a question, it was sort of diverted away from or, you know, glanced off and, like you said, like a politician kind of. Speaking that, of that politicians. Skill. They have that skill. 
Mm. Speaking of politicians. Oh, Christina Mara. No, Duke has commented. What? Christina Mara? Oh. Duke's <laughs> Duke says you're cool, Chris. That's further nice. confirming. Duke? Duke is not cool. First oh, one no, to wait ever a minute, wait first a one to ever say it. <laughs> but speaking of politicians, and you brought up Christina Mara, I saw, I don't know, her dad in the oh, paper yeah, today. Her dad in the is progress. A, yeah. Um it, it's a terrible thing. Well, it's yeah. it's disgusting. Is he still fighting the good fight? Well, he was censored. Censured. Oh, he was. Thank you, by the way. Censured. Yeah. Um, and because he was asking questions of people that yeah. want answers to, and that's the way politics works. It's so a great let's study. Right. Let's put right. his freaking face on the pay on the front of uh, the Pittsburgh uh, Penn Hills Progress, and it, it's it's ridiculous. As far as I understand the story, and I understand it somewhat well, there was a report put out by somebody in the school district and he said well that report's not accurate and so the reason why he was able to be censured is because by saying that the residents could sue the school district for falsifying a report so he did not act in the best interest of the school district because he opened them by telling the truth by telling the truth yeah yeah and so that's that's his how terrible right rock but what's crazy is it's been on Facebook, it's been all over the place, and I have yet to see one person be like, "Yeah, I can't believe he did that. That's terrible." Like everyone's like, right. "Yeah, this right. guy should be." Somebody said the other day he should be superintendent. Yeah, but so that's the hope I have. Yes, right. But that is a good transition to Christina because that's one of the things we talked about. You got big business, Rock Mara. You know, he was big professional, MIT, everything MIT else. graduate. Oh, yeah, yeah. super player. smart. You got Jane Mara as a mother. Um, that's a large life. A yeah. large personality, school board, everything. And then, oh, here's Christina. Yeah. Oh, and you have uh, Caroline as an and older she, sister. She, I was going to say, she's the third of Andrew the Andrew and Jeff. She's the fourth. Or fourth yeah. of the kids, right. Mm-hmm. I forgot about her. Oh, is she the youngest? Yeah. Yes. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. But don't worry about saying three because they call Jeff like the, 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 the miss, missing what? brother. Or yeah. Because yeah. he's like New York or something. Yeah. yeah. He's not even the prodigal son. He's the oh, yeah, he's son. But it was good to hear pers- her perspective, and likewise, a recent college grad and Jared. You know, it's he is a great example oh, yeah, of right. This is like a regular dude, you mm-hmm. know, but he's so yet unique and yeah. remarkable that he was a young life leader and he coaches high school soccer and he's an IT guy. He works IT for the CIA. Science guy. He and, spies on us. Yeah, well, they all do. <laughs> um, so he it was doesn't good. directly work for the CIA. He's contracted. Okay. <laughs> Jared was episode one hundred four. Christina's episode one sixteen. Yeah, a couple of our younger guests. And and Leah, we can't forget we Leah. Well, we right. I didn't know. Is that family or is that not family? No, uh, we 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 Is that why we wrote Leah? With a question mark. Yeah. <laughs> um she deserves to be mentioned. She has an amazing story. She's overcome she so much does in her have life. An amazing story. Uh, I have really enjoyed like I mean, okay, she's been a legal adult since I've known her, but yet I feel like in these past few years I've really enjoyed watching her grow up and like getting to know her better and like you know, because what, what, how old was she, was she when we met her? 18, 19? 19. And now she's 21, almost 22. Like, that's those are formative years. She's you know made I mean? big steps. In yeah, like, it's really... Growth. And and she is, like, part of the family. Like, we see her all the time. And yeah. She's just... She's, she's about to graduate from uh, from Boyce. She's she's kept her nose down and is getting her, her degree there. Mm-hmm. I remember that uh, there was... after. I mean, it was a, it's a, you want to go back and listen to that one. It's a good one because she she was pretty real. Oh, she, she had, was she real. She had some fallout after and that. And all she said was, I had some friends back in the day that weren't the best That's for right. me, and I she made a bunch have, of bad whoa. choices. I felt so bad and for me. I made bad choices. Mm-hmm. And one of those people who she hadn't talked to in a long time came at her strong mm-hmm. after that. I mean, threatening her and everything else. And I remember I said, you know, I comforted, I joined her. I, I, you know, I lifted her up and said, Hey, you look where you are now. You're everything else. And then it kept going and it kept going. And you know, she, she, she was in trauma and everything else. And I said to her, I said, well, I said, if it keeps going, just say to them, you know, the difference between you and me, if you'd have been on a podcast, I wouldn't even have known. Oh, oh, that, oh that would be so such a good cold. comeback. That is so cold. And that's one of those things that Brian appreciates that I keep in. <laughs> there was there was a couple moments this past week. Oh, I remember what we were talking about. What do we do about this uh this upcoming thing on Saturday? And some of the things some of the things that you were saying, I was like, holy crap, I'm glad you have the Holy Spirit inside you. <laughs> yeah, no idea. <laughs> 
No, we'd oh, all be in trouble. Goodness. That's going to be like my second after I get done with this book about if your child has been diagnosed with a life-threatening disease and how to self-help through that. The second book I write is going to be the things, the I, things don't I don't say. Don't say. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was putting under a pseudonym or what's what's it called like a pseudonym ghostwriter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chris Davidson. <laughs> and that is how we would like to end episode one hundred ninety-nine. What do we miss somebody? Well, I don't know if we did. We really talk about Amy Raymond though. Like, we talked we, a lot about Amy Raymond. We did. Well, I was gonna say I feel we like didn't we, mention the professional aspect. You wanted to talk about that? Like real we quick? didn't like. I feel like we talked a lot about her, but we didn't like mention like anything specific about. I would say uh, we did not uh, because she kind of sits here with us a good. Right, bit. that's what People I mean. Have gotten to know her. I didn't but know if you want to go back well, and she, listen. She brings food and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, what? I know that she's. But, like, you know what it is? She's <clears> the mirror image of Kim Clemens in that. She had a good childhood and and she ended up okay. Yeah. <laughs> like whereas Kim had a good childhood and made bad choices. <laughs> but they both have emotional needs that need to be met and and Amy has had a very successful career in sports marketing and then children's hospital fundraising yeah. and now Ronald McDonald House. Yeah. And, Pretty incredible. Uh, it's yeah. And it's it's a lot of fun and we've gotten to work with her and Mark uh on they used to come to our get better uh segments. Yeah. Yep, yep. And uh so and yeah so and, that's Amy Raymond. And, and, stay, and stay tuned because Amy is helping us because of her connections. She's helping get some future guests on. Yeah. She's guaranteed us four super exciting guests in the next three months. Nice. Well, she hasn't, but I'm saying that so she feels <laughs> <the pressure. laughs> Next week, episode 200. That's going to be episode, something. Yeah. You know what that's going to be about? Me neither. none of us do (laughs) Uh, well thanks for joining us please make sure if you can give us a like or follow on social media visit us at worldwideweb.lunchtimeinrome.com www (laughs) (laughs) slash biz Uh, while there take our relational needs questionnaire thanks for joining us at the table for lunchtime in Rome see you next week bye bye doing that whole thing and I smothered it like I was killing somebody with a pillow. The green part was okay. just too woody. Frank's in vacation. You got my mouthpiece. I do. <laughs> That's exactly how I sound. You know me better than I do, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's not good. <laughs> I'm so moody. Right. She's a classy McKeesport broad. What is that, too? <laughs>